Real relationships take time to develop. When social media showed up, Hi, how are you? Forming solid friendships became quite the challenge. Hello? Society fell for speed and efficiency. We became quick to say hi and even quicker to say goodbye. Bye, man. We've all but forgotten how labor-intensive relationship building can be because we've traded it in for streamlining our feeds and filtering our photos. It's a lost art form that I wish I could single-handedly bring back because it's the stuff that formed the business person I am today. Welcome back to Why Are We Shouting? with me, Jill Salzman, here to help mom entrepreneurs get down to business. I want to talk to you about business blunders, ways that mom entrepreneurs shine, and valuable lessons about growing your biz. This week, we're going to dive into a story about Lollapalooza, fangirl pizza, and a last-minute request that turned into a lifetime of inspiration. When I worked in the music business, there was one music reviewer that every record label executive revered. His name was John Pirellis, and he worked at the New York Times. He still works there. He's been the chief popular music critic at the Times since 1988. Here, I'm going to give you an excerpt from his bio so you understand his greatness. Mr. Pirellis has watched Adele rehearse for a world tour, visited U2 recording sessions in Dublin, talked with Justin Bieber about how to make a hit, shopped for bling with Pharrell, partied all night with Bjork in Iceland, interviewed James Brown on prison work release, attended a private trance ceremony in Morocco, paraded in a carnival costume in Rio, spent an evening at Radiohead's favorite pub, and been personally denounced from the stage of Madison Square Garden by Axl Rose at Guns N' Roses concerts twice. I worked at Elektra Records in New York City in the A&R department at the age of 22. It was a dream job. It was my job to help suss out the next pop hit, the newest artist that would become a world sensation. I was literally paid to go to five shows a night, seven nights a week, and report back to my boss on who I thought had potential. I was instructed to learn everything there was to know about rock music because I worked in the rock department, and I was told to study the entire landscape of the New York music scene. I couldn't have done it without reading John Perellis's reviews on a regular basis. When I moved to Chicago years later, I launched my first entrepreneurial venture, Paperwork Media which I did to help musicians make a living by touring. One of my artists, a young female singer-songwriter, wanted to play our little local summertime festival. You might have heard of it. It's called Lollapalooza. I asked a local organization that I knew was sponsoring a stage for local artists if she could join the fray. And guess what they told me? They said yes. In an effort to get her some great press out of it, I looked up the reporters who'd be sitting in the hot press tent to cover the three-day festival. I figured it'd be wise to reach out to several of them in advance of their arrival, or they'd become inundated with listen-to-me requests. Then I saw it. His name, the John Pirellis, was coming to Chicago to cover Lollapalooza. But he had major famous artists to cover. How on earth could I get his attention and have him cover mine? 
Hmm. I emailed him, which wasn't hard to do. His email sits right on the New York Times website. And I asked him when he was arriving to town. When he responded, I could not believe my eyes. He was friendly, kind even. He was cool. I got creative real fast. You know when you have an idea that sits beautifully in your head, but until you say it out loud, you don't realize what a mess you've gotten yourself into? I hit reply, and I typed without thinking, do you need a tour guide to show you around for a day in Chicago? He said yes. I panicked. Uh Uh-oh. I'd moved to Chicago only one year before that. How was I supposed to know where to go? I googled best restaurants. I googled tourist things to do. And I studied the results as fast as I could so that I'd sound like a real Chicagoan. When the day arrived, I picked John up. He was actually sitting in my car. We tooled around town, and I showed him all of the requisite Italian beef and Chicago-style pizza hotspots. We drove to popular record stores and all other kinds of points of interest that Google thought he might like. We talked about his work. We talked about mine. I told him about my years working at a major record label, how I thought they really mistreated artists, which was the catalyst for starting my own company to help musicians avoid the pitfalls of corporate America. He told me what it was like to travel around the world writing up pieces on the greatest artists of our time. He answered all my questions about what it was like to describe music on paper, not an easy task, and how he translated what we hear from a song into masterpiece articles that when we read them, we can literally hear what the artists are playing. What a day it was. I still get goosebumps when I talk about it. So maybe he never wrote a review on the artist I was working with at the time. He's a busy guy. But we kept in touch. Over a decade later, I continue to send him new music from local artists, and he's gracious every single time. Did you think the end goal was to get him to review my artists? Oh, my dear listener, that would have been a huge bonus. The real reward, though, was sitting for hours alongside someone I truly admired who's inspired me to inject a lot more writing into my own career more than I ever thought that I would. Our friendship began because I offered up, in haste and by accident, to give up hours of my time to form a relationship with him. There aren't a lot of people who do that these days. We all have better things to do, right? We have more important tasks to take care of. We have things that suddenly come up. I honestly don't know what's more important than people. You can't run a business without people. You can't sell anything without people. So if people are the foundation of what we're building, why aren't we more focused on each other? I know, I know. I've been to those meetings too. People waste our time. They're just looking for a sale. Or they don't know how to connect. And really, we could all get 20 times more stuff done in one hour than babble on about the basics over coffee. But that's the thing. People aren't ever a waste of time. It's pretty corny, but I love what Bill Nye said. Greetings, greetings, Bill Nye here. Everyone you will ever meet knows something that you don't. The value of a person may not be revealed in the first hour with someone. It may take two or three coffees 
It may even take several months to unfurl. If we got used to rescheduling those better and more important things to make way for real relationships, we may have far better outcomes when we're trying to achieve greatness. And if all else fails, there is one gem that I learned from John Perellis that day. There is nothing that a meal over Chicago-style pizza can't solve. And my tool of the week is Loom. Do you ever have trouble explaining to somebody what you're seeing on your screen and you try to email it? Too complicated. You try to text it? Too many words. You try to call somebody and your mom just doesn't get it? Go to loom.com and use this tool. It's seamless screen, mic, and camera recording for Chrome. And it is a brilliant way to say it with video. Ta-da! Oh, my sweet, sweet listeners, how grateful I am that you're actually leaving me reviews. The latest is in from Ms. Schmitty. It's titled, Refreshing and Inspiring. And she wrote, underneath that zany energy is one smart cookie. I love learning from Jill, and I'm eating up all the support and inspiration she's cooking up. Thank you, and thank you again, Ms. Schmitty. Huge kisses to you. And if you want me to read your review in a future episode, go to ratethispodcast.com slash why are we shouting and leave a review. It helps other listeners discover my ridiculous stories so that they can build better businesses. You don't call. You don't write. Why not do both? Call or text me 708-872-7878 or... Go to jillsalzman.com slash podcast. You can record a message right there on the page and it'll come directly to my ear holes. Shout out to Amanda, Lindsay, and Aaron for making this podcast with me. And thanks to you for listening. I'll see you next week.